Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can help us lose weight, feel great, and live longer better, usually all three. You know, more and more people are complaining about brain fog, early cognitive decline, post-COVID memory, or the outright diagnosis of dementia. So I thought it'd be a good time to review what we know and what you can do to actively help your brain be as healthy as possible. Today, I'm going to cover the absolute basics you have to do to have the healthiest brain function, and then some additional things that may also help you clear out the cobwebs, so to speak. It's all about living longer, better, right? My adage is, my hope is, my goal is that I want to live to be 100, know I'm there, and glad I'm there. And in this day and age, it takes some work. First, some statistics. Two of three Americans will struggle with cognitive decline by age 70. And dementia and Alzheimer's are now the sixth leading cause of death, with increasing by 10 to 15% every year. Who knows what COVID's going to do with this, too, because of all the inflammation it's causing. Latest research shows that we can influence how we age. We can even improve our brain health and cognitive function, and it doesn't have to be hard. In fact, sometimes it can be pretty darn easy. So I hope this information is going to inspire you to take action. You know, we're often told there's nothing you can do about cognitive decline, and that is absolutely false. So the first thing I'm going to talk about, sleep. I've done whole radio shows on this. I myself have to be a real student of sleep. It is so important. You know, I wear the ultra human ring. I used to wear the aura ring. I pay attention to my sleep. Your brain actually detoxifies as you sleep. And, you know, and that's when your brain also consolidates memories. You know, there's the system we call the glymphatic system that's responsible for clearing out that beta amyloid plaque and other toxins when you sleep. You know, so if you have sleep apnea, that's a real devil. It's going to rob your brain of not only the detoxification, but also the oxygen. So you got to have it. And boy, oh boy, so many of those drugs that are recommended for sleep, that are prescribed for sleep, actually increase your risk for dementia. Ambien, Sonata, Lunesta, good quality sleep, you need it. Chronic sleep deprivation can really increase your risk of dementia by 30%. So stress hormones are going to fight it. Melatonin will be ineffective. You have to get that stress hormone under control first. So I love valerian. I love lemon balm and other nice herbs. Yep. Next one, stress. Stress hormones absolutely contribute to cognitive decline. Cortisol binds to the cells in the brain's hippocampus. That's the area responsible for converting experiences to memory. It totally disrupts the whole memory-forming process. Stress hormones are also inflammatory, so that literally causes the brain to shrink. So we have to avoid stress and learn how to manage it. It's not going to go away. Inflammation is a neuron killer. That's why I recommend Curamin every day. With over 75% of doctor's visits being due to conditions caused by stress, 
incorporating daily stress-reducing activities like the belly breathing, things I talked about last week where you just rewire your response to stress. But in the short term, I love herbs like ashwagandha, rhodiola, and valerian. There was a uh, recent study, Michigan State University, that confirms the old adage about a happy wife leading to a happy life. According to the study, optimism in both partners is linked to improved health, well-being, and cognitive functioning over a lifespan. So choose happiness and avoid what makes you unhappy. Okay, third thing, exercise. And this is huge. It is big. Exercise can have as much as a 50% reduction in Alzheimer's risk. According to Harvard Health Publishing, exercise helps memory and thinking through both direct and indirect means. You are only as old as your feet. Really true. That, you know, and it comes from so many things. Reducing insulin resistance, reducing inflammation, and stimulating the release of BDNF, that brain-derived neurotrophic factor, what I call the miracle Grow fertilizer for those neurons. Yeah, you got to exercise. you got to get those muscles moving. You know, exercise also improves mood and all sorts of other things. But boy, the, the prefrontal cortex, the temporal cortex... Everything, everything that is responsible for memory in the brain is bigger in people who exercise versus couch potatoes. Knowing that lack of a meaningful treatment for dementia, including Alzheimer's, boy, the recent discovery of exercise reducing the risk of dementia is incredibly exciting. And, you know, I've taken Dale Bredesen's courses and, oh my gosh, he has seen and his research has been repeated many times. And I, I know the people that are doing this research, but 84% effective. Exercise is a big part of it. All these things I'm talking about, a big part of it. So another study that was in the Journal of the American Medical Association in September of 22, they found um, over 80,000 people they followed for seven years. The result was dramatic. Those who got almost 10,000 steps a day increased their risk of dementia by 50%. 10,000 steps, five miles, about an hour of walking, and anything is going to be better. They've done studies that, you know, there's top threshold, yeah, you're going to get a 50, but anything is better. And, you know, don't start out with 10,000. If you're only doing 2,000, just take it up a little bit, but be consistent. You know, and and you want to walk fast enough like you are late for a meeting. That's also get a good glow going. Circulation is also really good. Your brain is as young as your feet. Body simply has to move. Rule of biology. Okay, number four, you know I had to say it, diet. Just like exercise and stress relief and improved sleep, you know, you've got to do these things. The American Journal of Geriatric Psychology found the Mediterranean diet, they also call it the mind diet, is one of the main lifestyle factors that helps prevent plaque, the tau tangles, um, 
all of those. So in the, I know Kat Toop, she did this clinical study that also found that a mild state of ketosis resulted in even greater benefits. So chucking all the, the carbs, the sugars, the grains, more vegetables, good healthy fats, good healthy protein, and maybe even an extended overnight fast, at least 13 hours, enhanced memory function. So you know, the diet is lots of colorful vegetables, low, no grains, no sugar, and the research finding is really interesting. People who adhered to the Mediterranean diet had more gray matter in the hippocampus, the memory center, better memory, less amyloid, less tau, and it just works. And even those results persisted even in people that had the APOE4, the gene associated with increased risk. So it's all about epigenetics. You've got control. You know, so the Mediterranean diet, hopefully you're not thinking about pasta. That's that's not the Mediterranean diet. You know, those refined grains equal sugar. So you got to, we're talking lots of vegetables, olive oil, nuts and seeds and fish and poultry and, you know, a little bit of cheese, maybe okay. All right. So, so much has to do with that glucose metabolism. So the... um so the Society of Neuroscience recent meeting, several research teams presented data on what contributes to cognitive decline. And the Western diet is a biggie. You know, the saturated fat, the sugar. Volunteers in their 20s scored worse on memory tests and found that junk food more desirable immediately after they finished a meal. So, yeah, it's a big one. Diet, I know it. Okay, number five, toxins. Many of these toxins are now labeled dementogens. Lots of research on those compounds that can cause dementia. Pesticides, herbicides, fungicides are designed to impact the nervous system of pests. Well, what do you think happens when we eat the food that was sprayed for pests? Yeah. So exposure starts even before we were born. You know, the Red Cross, this has been 20 years ago or so, newborn umbilical cord contained almost 300 known toxins, 210 neurotoxins, plastics, cosmetics, household cleaners. Okay, number six. I like this one. Brain exercise. You don't want to sit and let your brain rest. When we th- we got to think about the brain kind of like a muscle. If you're not going to use it, it is going to atrophy. It is going to shrink. When it's not getting adequate stimulation, yeah, it's going to shrink. The brain continues to grow and expand if you use it, but you got to use it. You know, there's all sorts of things to stretch your brain. I mean, you can do... Puzzles, Sudoku puzzles, crossword puzzles, plain old memorization, even table tennis or pickleball can stimulate the brain pathways and help the brain stay strong. Another thing, lifelong learning is linked to lower risk for dementia. Anything that requires it to stretch and grow is great. You know, I think this is really interesting. When they test sharp centenarians about cognitive health, they find that even if they have amyloid plaque, 
it didn't affect their mental condition. Interesting, isn't it? Because they're keeping the new pathways growing. Exercising the brain and the body is essential. And reading books rather than watching TV passively is better. Staying, you know, they they say people who take up an instrument or learn a new language in midlife reduces their risk by dementia significantly. Okay, so now some people are going to want to know about supplements, and there really are a lot of supplements that are being researched now. Um, but the thing is, supplements are designed to supplement the things I talked about before, the other six things, you know, diet and lifestyle. Supplements are going to fill in the cracks that we're going to have in a depleted environment, but we need to supplement the diet and lifestyle. So even a simple thing, this was the um, Journal of Alzheimer's and Dementia, September 14th of 22, found that people over 65 who took a multivitamin for three years slowed cognitive decline by 60%. And that was in a random double plank controlled gold standard. And it was over 2,000 people. Took three years, and that makes sense. It takes years or even decades for nutrient deficiencies to develop. And in Dale Bredesen's work, that is all part of it. He looks at all the nutrients, all the hormones, all the toxins, along with genetics. So three years of a multivitamin use improve global cognition, episodic memory, and executive function. That's exactly what we need as we get older. There is no pharmaceutical drug that's going to do that. Every cell of the body needs those nutrients. So I guess it shouldn't be any surprise. So my favorite is the ONE Multi Daily that has the activated B12 and folate and your vitamin D, iodine, selenium, zinc, all those things. Might want to think about added magnesium. You know, 300 enzymatic reactions, even more biochemical functions in the body, and 80% of Americans don't get enough. You know, magnesium is important. And essential fatty acids. We need DHA for the brain. Studies show that older people who remain mentally sharp have higher levels of DHA in their brain. So pretty basic. You know, you can get it in the one multivitamin, the Barleen's Omega-3, and maybe a little bit of magnesium glycinate. Not not expensive, but really important for the health. And then there's some nootrophics that I like. You know, we talked about the um, NeuroQ a couple weeks back. It's got the whole coffee fruit extract. It has the turmeric. You might even want to think about MCT oil. MCT is... Um, an alternate fuel for the brain that helps it fuel not on sugar, but on healthy fats. That's been really effective. Um, plain old organic coffee is known to reduce the risk of Alzheimer's disease. But I really do like that NeuroQ. Been taking it for a few years now, and I find my recall is much better. There's some interesting research on lion's mane rush mushrooms. I love those mushrooms, but you know, there are actionable steps backed by the latest cutting-edge research that you can take to improve and maintain brain function. So six things, you know, you've got the Mediterranean diet, you've got exercise, toxin avoidance, stress management, restorative sleep, 
brain exercises, and then the supplements. So thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. As always, if you want to listen again or listen to other shows, you can go to my website, debford.com, or iTunes under Today's Nutrition. Thanks, have a great day, and do something really good for your brain today. Your future self will thank you.